This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where customers who save by switching their home and car save nearly $800 on average. Quote at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $793 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2021 and May 2022. Potential savings will vary. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. A product of the Whisperforge. Sound and story brought to life. Caravan would not be possible without support from our Lords of Hell. This week, Lord Ponders spearheaded a fundraising effort to travel to various museums all around the country <clears throat> canyon. We wish our Lord great success in this campaign. Lord Bradley spent this week following a mysterious trail of clues in the canyon, found everywhere from sand patterns in the desert to embedded maps in the scalps of Lord Bradley's victims. When trying to make sense of this winding maze of clues, an old man wandering by admonished, The maze was not meant for you. Lord Kim has been hecking shit up at the regular Lords of Hell meetings, having gone from freshman upstart to becoming the youngest demon lord ever chairing a committee on the demonic councils. Lord Joe has spent the week flattening terrain along the winding roads of the canyon, preparing them for what he says will be a phenomena that will take the circles by storm, Lord Joe's Drag Race. Lord Amaro was asked by all the oracles and soothsayers of the canyon what exactly was meant by their drawing of a long, blunted object in the sky made of clouds. Lord Amara simply answered, It's a sky penis. What, you've never seen one? Lord Millie spent this week compiling a long-awaited, very damning report on whether there was foreign collusion in the unanimous election of Lord Ball as Prince of Hell, called the Millie Report. When asked what the conclusions of Lord Millie's investigation were, Lord Millie equivocated, saying the report neither indemnifies nor indicts Lord Ball. We're so grateful to our Lords of Hell for their continued support and, um, mercy, I guess. Caravan is created for adult audiences only. Our show notes contain content warnings and other helpful info. As an extra heads up, this episode reveals the death of a major character, so if you didn't see this coming, you may want to be sitting down. We'd also be very grateful if you could keep sharing spoilers to a minimum until folks have had a chance to listen. Welcome back to the canyon. Let's jump right in. Previously on Caravan. Without the caravan, Ball's minions have been getting all mighty and polite lately. More and more are flooding into the upper circles, and I'm just one woman, gosh darn it. Sis, I told you we don't have sheriffs around here. Caravans are busy keeping the peace. They don't have time for justice, too. I feel like I want to show all of this to Carlisle at some point. So I write about it all like a letter to him or something. I present to you the first demonic caravan. Who is this outsider? They call him the Lilac Knight.
Cammy, babe, listen, uh, I don't know what to do. It's storming really bad right now, and Samir fell into the canyon. Uh, how? Did he just slip? What happened? I don't know. There was this weird thing in the clouds, and we were both looking at it, and then he just walked right off the ledge like he knew exactly what he was doing. Just, just like that. There's nobody here for miles. What the hell do I do? Okay. Stay calm. Aren't there emergency phones posted around the trail? We're way off the main trail. I haven't seen a phone in hours. and My battery's dying. Cammy, I'm freaking out. You're going to be okay, honey. Just take a deep breath, okay? Okay. Good. Just keep breathing. I'm here. We're going to figure this out. I'll try to look up some numbers and get help, okay? Cammy, I told him about us. Lyle, he didn't walk off over that. He wouldn't. I don't know anymore. I think I fucked up bad. I, I think he's hurt. I gotta find him, Cammy. You will. Wait. I'm just gonna try and find him. I love you, okay? Cammy? Hello? Shit! Samir! Can you hear me? Are you okay? Shit, shit, shit. Okay, the last, the last phone we passed was, uh, that way? Maybe? Fuck. this way, right? That looks in my fucking mind. Okay, stay calm. What would an Eagle Scout do? It Whoa! Hello? Is there anybody out here? Whoa, whoa, whoa. What seems to be the matter, Sonny? Thank God. Hey, mister, my, my friend slipped and off that, that cliff side a ways back. Look, you gotta help him. Settle down now and speak slowly. Looks like you took a little tumble yourself. You said he slipped and fell. Yeah, I just said that. Come on. Now, that's no way to speak to someone who's just trying to help you. Well, are you gonna help or not? Who can say? Get caught out here, all alone, with a park ranger who doesn't like you, and bad things happen. Who, who are you? The only one who can help you ever see your friend again. Especially given the condition you're in. Please, I'll be fine, but but my friend, he could be really hurt. We have to get to him before, before something happens. Lots of things could happen down here. What exactly are you afraid of? Something's different about him. The way he just, he, he walked off, I, I don't know. But I know he needs me. My goodness, how dramatic. You must be really worried about him. Dude, come on, I already said that. You're creeping me out. Well, I have good news and bad news. Good news first, always. The good news is I can, in fact, reunite you with your friend. Then what the hell's the bad news? He is, without question, already dead. Fuck you, man. You have no idea if that's true. I'm afraid I can say with complete certainty that it is. I saw his corpse myself. You're lying. 
There's no way. There's there's no way. I've another bit of good news. However, I can bring him back. Which way is he? Why wouldn't you call for help? Tell me this. What would you do to ensure he lives? Anything. I I'd do anything if it meant saving his life. Anything? You humans make promises so lightly. How can I know you're telling the truth? Us humans? I mean it, dude. He's my best friend. I love him. I'll, I'll do whatever you want, please. <laughs> You'll do whatever it takes to save his life. You swear it. I, I mean, sh sure. So, so he's not dead then, right? W what do I have to do? I, I, I can do it. I know I can. Then you'll pardon me for testing your resolve. What the hell are these? Rest assured, I am not without mercy. Tell me. Armor or shield? For me? What if I gotta protect someone else? Shield? But how am I supposed to keep these things off of me? Hammer. Axe. Or sword. Quickly now, an axe would make quick work of that hellhound, but a hammer to the head would put that ogre right out. Fuck off. Sword then. Typical, but granted. What about you? Aren't these things gonna come after us? Oh, my apologies. Did you think I was going to help you? I just wanted a longer show. Is this what you did to Samir? If you did, I'm gonna fuck you up so bad, you hear me? Hardly. If you want to have any hope of saving your friend, you'll have to face far greater demons than these. Oh, look. Here one comes. Toodaloo. Whoa, shit. Well, you're not playing around, are you, big guy? One down. Oh, no, you don't. Get back here. Did I pass your stupid test? What the hell were those things? How the hell are you floating off the ledge? <laughs> oh, do you wish to strike me down? You can. If you just take a leap of faith. Are you going to bring Samir back now? I don't know if you're watching, but I got rid of your crazy fucking pets. Yes, you dispose of them most heroically. I'll admit, most outsiders die outright. That was actually impressive. Stop hovering away like a little bitch and get over here. Fight me like a real man. Man? Your preoccupation with mere costumes for the soul amused me. Want to say that to my face, punk? Humans, you really are something. You'll stare death straight in the mouth without blinking. It's almost like you've no will to live. Okay, now you're really pissing me off. Ah! Stay alive for me, will you?
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Huh? Oi, he's awake. The pretty one, he's awake. I'm still dreaming, huh? Mmm, doesn't he smell delicious? Yuck, he smells like flowers. <laughs> you dumb twat. He landed in that field of lilacs outside. A knight from the heavens? Imagine that. A knight? He looks pretty busted to me. He's got to be. He's got a sword and a shield. I can hear you, you know. Ah! Oh, my back. Still hurting? I thought I fixed that already. Just turn over this way for a moment. I don't know about that. Relax. If we were going to eat you, we would have done it already. How reassuring. Oh, oh. Oh, yeah, that feels... That feels nice, actually. <laughs> All better? Yeah. Actually, uh, thanks. Damn, you've got lay-on hands and a pair of wings. That's Faye, all right. Any idea how rare healers are in the canyon? Most caravans would kill for one, I think. It's a blessing to meet you. Faye ain't just any old fairy. She's the fairy queen. You're in the presence of royalty, mister. Oh, um, cool. Don't mind them. These days, it's a royal court of one. But we're gonna change that. When the upper circles are safe, we're gonna move the fairies in through the portal. Gosh, he's a quiet one. Uh, sorry. Not usually, just, um, taking it all in. Uh, upper circles, fairies? Can someone give me a primer? Pardon our manners. Let's start with the basics. I'm Osprey. I'm a Cambian from Cambodli, the Eighth Circle. We're in the sixth circle right now, Thames flat. Above us is the fifth, Faith Fatua, a no-man's land between the upper and lower circles. Above those are four and up. Those are the upper ones, if you haven't figured that out yet. And let me guess, you got nine circles? Of hell, as most folks would call it. That's right, you're a smart guy, how'd you know? Uh, my friend and I grew up playing a lot of tabletop games, plus I had to read the Divine Comedy for Italian. Sweet deal! We got some games down here. We could always use more players for our Canyons and Caravans group. What do you say? Mouth. Sorry! <laughs> more importantly, I'm Malfeasant, the Benevolent, and it from the Seventh Circle, and the unanimously elected leader of this here caravan. There was no election. Yeah, I figured. Uh, so you're all, uh, monsters? No offense. Demons? Well, the technical term is, um... Thonic creatures. All of us belong to the lower circles, or underworld. Folks from the upper world would say we're demons. Yes. Even fairies? Even us. Our home bases are all on the other side of the portal at the bottom. 
We're not earthly creatures, so we're mostly banned from going anywhere topside. Psh, look at you! You're basically Earth passing. You'd be fine. I'm technically half demon. That's what he means. But if they knew, it could get ugly. Gotcha. Well, thanks for the cliff notes, but I gotta get going. Any of you seen a guy in a suit and tie? Hold on a minute. We just nursed you back to health. Well, actually, I did, and I say he's free to go. Well, I found him, at least. And I'm the leader, so I get the final say. <laughs> a guy in a suit, huh? Well, he started as a park ranger, but I guess he shapeshifted it really fast or something. Let me see. Did he have a really annoying voice? Yeah. And like a face you really want to punch. Oh, Virgil. Virgil. Of course he's Virgil. Well, my lilac knight, Virgil works out of the fifth circle. We could take you there. It's just a few weeks' ride from here, isn't it? Hey, Osprey. <laughs> you want to swing by the oasis real quick? My water skin's pretty full, actually. <laughs> Maybe you should chug some of that unquenchable thirst. <laughs> Lay off, will ya? Don't tell me you wouldn't. I could be persuaded. Okay, uh, anyway, no thanks. I, I don't have weeks to spare. Isn't there a way to call him up or something? He, he said he could bring my friend back. Some of us can cover ground faster than others, but no one makes it in the canyon alone. Your best bet is traveling with us. You guys headed that way? We sure are. You're in luck, my friend. I've decided you can be allowed into our humble... Caravan. A caravan of three people? Excuse me, we're not just any caravan of three people. <clears throat> we are the canyon's first demonic caravan. And we're four people? Sorry, but my friend could really be hurt. I'm just gonna start looking for a way out of here. Wait, there is another way. Osprey. We're not supposed to- We can also fly. Like with- Phase fairy wings? No, like with spectral bulls and chariots, the whole enchilada. Pretty fancy stuff. I think I've seen it. Uh, can we use that? Well, Virgil said to be super careful with it, and I've kind of burned up all the power to summon it. But I can charge it during the next rainstorm, which are usually pretty rare around the canyon, like decades apart. But lately we've been having a lot of them for some reason. Virgil said we're supposed to summon the wild caravan sparingly. If anyone knows it's us using it, bad things could happen. It's a mythical phenomenon the upper circles put a lot of faith in. Ball would be furious if he knew. If we're on the road by the next storm, nobody will see us, right? And then we can fly straight to Faith Fatua, no problem. Virgil's gonna see us if we fly straight to his doorstep. Let him. I've got a bone to pick with that guy. Taking his shiny ride for a spin will be the least of his problems. Oh, did you hear that? I think my dick just moved a bit at the sound of that. All right, stud, off we go. Listen, if you're an outsider, we should warn you. It gets mighty dangerous in the canyon. The other demons give us a hard time, especially if they serve a different demon lord. Technically, we're all united under Ball's banner, but when he isn't looking, They'll take every chance to thin our ranks. Think you can handle some demons? Ogres, hellhounds, and the like? Oh, I think I can handle more than a few. Let's roll! I like this guy. Have I said that already?
Oi, you done getting that fresh air? I'll be right in. Go back inside. What are you even looking for out here? Whoa, your eyes turn green. Oh yeah? I thought I could see a lot better lately. You must have gotten it from killing that beholder. <laughs> so weird to hear someone say that seriously. So, let me rephrase. What are you looking for out here with that, um, green laser vision? I, uh, I don't know. Samir loved the rains. Sometimes I, I just see any old ledge when it's raining and I picture him standing there. I'm still trying to make sense of why he... I walked off like that. Hey, can we start eating yet? Food's getting cold. Start without me, all right? What's his deal now? He doesn't want anyone to see him crying, so he's using the rain to cover it up. Hey, I heard that. Am I wrong? No. Just, I haven't really let anyone else see me, you know, cry. Besides my friend. Faye! We're gonna need a calm emotions casting over here. Oh, come on, don't make a whole thing out of it, please. Does someone need soothing? I'm fine, seriously, this is embarrassing. I'd really rather be left alone. Well, that's not gonna happen. Sorry, handsome. No, Osprey, that's not how we do things. If you truly wish to be left alone, that's fine. Can you at least get out of the rain so we don't have to worry for our sake? Yeah, yeah, sorry. I'm way ahead of you. Get out there! But you don't really want to be alone, right? Come on. I know you too well for this. It's only been a couple of weeks. That's enough for someone like me. Someone like what? Someone who stares at your cute butt all day when you're not looking. Bugger off, Mal! <laughs> Watch it. I'm married, you know. What's that got to do with anything? Fair point. And I meant engaged, technically. To this friend you miss so much? Huh? No, he's my best man, actually. Outsiders are so strange. In what kind of world wouldn't you marry the best man in your life? One like where I'm from, I guess. And that's some shit. Not to cut to the chase, but actually to do just that. Anything we could do to cheer you up, this is really putting a damper on things. And then it's getting cold. I'm really fine, guys. Or, or I will be. You can leave me be. Your face looks like the sticks, man. Talk about crying me a river. I just... I really can't remember the last time I kind of just gushed like this. <laughs> I mean... I guess I can, actually. It was, uh... Wow, it's way back. Story time. Come on, guys, really? Mouth, with all respect, shut the hell up. Uh, alright, uh, I'd just gotten dumped by my high school girlfriend. We'd been together since middle school, all the way up to, like, senior prom. I saved up for a limo, and then this tux, and this big bouquet for her and, and everything. And, and right before prom, she dumped me. So, that was that. I wasn't gonna go after all. Samir was, he was gonna go stag and, and he basically dragged me to go with him anyway. We're gonna regret this for the rest of our lives if we don't go. So fucking adamant about making it a night we never forget. He was always really big on that, like ceremonies, special occasions, always marking them with something. 
It's funny. Back then, he hated the rain. He begged to still use the limo, but I'd already canceled it, and, and I lost the deposit on it, so he drove us to prom, or tried to. The rain had him so spooked. I remember he was so nervous driving it that night. His hands were so shaky on the wheel, and he just kept looking sideways at me like a worried mom or something. He was driving so slowly, so carefully. I think we were already, like, three hours late. (laughs) It was coming down pretty bad that night. A lot like right now, actually. And then it was dark, and we got lost, and the GPS on his phone was dead, and God, we were such a fucking wreck. He was on the verge of a full-blown panic attack, and he just started crying. And and I was already a blubbery mess in the passenger seat, and I just said, Dude, what the fuck are you crying for? Nobody dumped you. And he just said, I wanted to make it a memory for you, goddammit. <laughs> like some wailing housewife or something. It's, it's funny now, but God, everything felt so raw then, you know? We were just stopped in the middle of the road, no ladder, cars for miles, and just the high beams in the rain for, for seeing. And the radio, that stupid fucking song playing about feeling bubbly in your toes or whatever. And that was me and my girlfriend's song, you know, so I just, <laughs> fuck, I lose it. I'm sobbing super loud like a wuss, and he's just holding it all in, but but letting those quiet tears come out because he thinks he's letting me down. And then Samir just cranks the radio up loud, like like super loud. I jump in my seat, and he kicks his door open, and I see him cross the high beams over in my side of the car, and he opens the door, and he just yanks me out. My body's like lead, but he keeps pulling, and then he drags me to the front of the car. I think maybe I've been drinking already because he keeps trying to keep me standing upright and I keep falling back on the hood and he takes my hands and puts them around his back and he wraps his arms around my neck. And I think it's just to lock me in in such a way that I'm not going to fall again but then he just starts dancing with me in the rain. And it's awkward and we're both still sobbing and absolutely drenched in our awful rented tuxes. He picked this weird lime green tie and vest, and I went with this white pinstripe getup, like, like a mob kingpin or something, because my ex had wanted it to match with her dress or some shit. And our shoes are wet, and we're, we're finally feeling bubbly in our toes, along with stupid radio song, because we're also ankle-deep in mud. And somehow he starts laughing, and I do too, and I, I don't think we ever really made it to prom. Huh. I just realized. I guess that's when he stopped hating the rain. Well, shit, dude. Uh, Now I'm all misty about it. I don't think we have whatever a radio song is. If it makes you feel better, I can create some high beams, though. (laughs) No, I'm, I'm, I'm good, thanks. Wow, uh, sorry, that was a lot to dump on y'all. But we can still dance, you know. No, no, I'm good, thanks. Ah, uh, what the hell? Thin is soggy by now anyway. Link arms, y'all. It's pretty much a fairy circle if I'm in it. We have to dance now, you know. And to the left. And to the right. Sway! <laughs> you really don't have to do this, guys. 
but uh, thanks. Now, how does this bubbly song go? Who cares? I'm making it up. When bubbles get jet sows and you crinkle your nose, that's amore. When you swim in the creek and an eel bites your dick, that's amore. <laughs> Somebody's leveled up. You said to survive. I did. I'm here for my friend. Hmm. Your friend? Sorry, I seem to have forgotten. Could you remind me? Samir! Relax. I'm kidding. Yes, you've done most admirably. I didn't think you'd find me again in a matter of mere weeks. Even if you did cheat riding with the wild caravan. Hand him over now, or I put this sword right through your skull. And you're not floating away from me this time. Oh, I don't doubt it. I don't remember that sword being on fire when I gave it to you. I like the new gear. It's handsome. Quit fucking playing with me, man. I'm serious. I've been through literal hell fighting actual demons to save my friend, and you promised you'd reunite me. So here I am, and I'm not waiting any longer. Or what? You really think you could kill me? By yourself? I'm not alone. Hiya, boss. You're really going to take me on? I could vaporize you, you know? Just give him back his friend, will you? I hate to do this. Hey, boss. Just so you know, this totally wasn't my idea. But, uh, yeah, if push comes to shove, uh, the Lilac Knight had our back. We're gonna have his. Just go easy on us, okay, please? Demons. Traitors all. I don't know why I expected any more from you. Those sound like fighting words. All right, the jig is up. No, no battle today. You've more than exceeded my expectations. One day you'll all have to regale me with the tales of your adventures. I'm curious how an outsider inspired more loyalty in you than I ever did. For now, though, there's business to discuss. Walk with me. Yes, you two, you can all come. Quickly now. what you've done with the place. Samir! Samir, can you hear me? Is he hurt? 
Is he asleep in there? Don't get too excited just yet. Huh? Try that one. This one looks like him too, but a little different. Are, are there more? I just looked in these over here. This room is filled with them. Dozens of copies. You can search all the vessels if you like. Samir is inside all of them. So you're cloning him? Not clones. Echoes. Surely you've seen some in the canyon by now. But echoes fade. And everybody only gets one. Not your friend. For whatever reason, the engine keeps generating echoes from his body. I've done my best to track and contain them wherever I could. For as long as I keep them in these vessels, they won't fade. Echoes, so... He's, uh, he's really... Lyle. I'm... so sorry. Man, that is not a happy ending. There are no words, Lilac Knight. My regrets. Do not despair just yet. You said you'd bring him back. I will. Provided you keep up your blazing trail of vengeance a little longer. How?! These echoes are unlike any I've seen before. I've been able to imbue each of them with their own traits and abilities. But they're unpredictable in how they appear sometimes. You can imagine my mortification when just the other day, another echo of his appeared mere moments before a meeting with my master, standing mere feet away from his own corpse, asking if I could hear him. Thankfully, my master did not see him on the other side of the flame. That particular echo is not in my possession. I shunted him away to the upper circles. That one still wanders about. But that's not the real thing. I want the real Samir. And the real one you may yet have. The echo that I sent away, the one that's still in the upper circles, he's joined up with a caravan. That caravan has somehow also come into the possession of a catastrophically powerful artifact. One with a recipe inside it to breathe life back into the dead. So we just get the artifact? That simple? He's talking about the Book of Hours, my knight. Every demon's heard tales of it. If it really exists, getting the Mancy out of it's gonna be a real pain. I know not yet what the recipe entails, but it almost assuredly requires an Echo being rejoined with his body, which I've kept safe deep underground within the engine. Not even Ball knows it's there. You, you keeping this from the big man downstairs? Please, indulge your already mutinous nature for a moment further. He knows not of these echoes, but so long as the engine keeps creating them, and I can keep imbuing them with powers, I'll have... An infinite army of echoes. Made out of my friend's soul. An army of Samir's. That is correct. Boss! You're really building an army under Ball's nose? You know what the Demon Prince is planning, yes? Yeah, he's gonna let his legions take over the upper circles. Only until he wipes out anyone living there, all earthly creatures. Then he'll have me lift the barrier so they can continue to take over the world, the one as you know it on the outside. That's not true! This land belongs to us, Ball said so! One could argue it is the demons by right, yes. Surely one of you knows the origins of demons? Layloth. Lilith? Layloth was the first demon. Before Adam and Eve, there was Adam and Layloth. She was made from the same clay as Adam. The story goes she was supposed to be Adam's first bride, 
but she wouldn't lie under him, and so she was banished from Eden and made into a demon. What? That can't be right. If, if that's true, that would mean all demons are... Humans? Yes. All demons call other planes our home, but our true realm of origin is here. We were all born of man, or woman, I should say. Baal knows this, and when the demons finish pouring through his portal, last to step out among them will be his mother, Lelath. And, to put it lightly, there will be hell to raise. Then I gotta get Samir out of here before that happens. Just tell me where he is, and I'll get that artifact. Right now it sits in the hands of one of his echoes. There is one more thing. He doesn't know he's an echo. You are bright indeed. That's right. You may be able to use that to your advantage to get the book from him. It is your utmost priority. Get me that book and my first order of business will be resurrecting your friend. How do I know I can trust you? You can't. I'm a demon after all. But I've just shown you my entire hand, one that would get me killed if the wrong people found out. And... These grunts who've become your friends, the ones I also entrusted to summon the wild caravan and inspire the upper circles to rebel again, they're privy to my plans now too. I have prostrated myself, figuratively anyway, to your mercy. Putting the Book of Hours in the hands of a jinn sounds like a terrible idea. No offense. Perhaps you will accept one more token of trust. The Book of Hours also contains the mechanisms to destroy me. If you learn of them before handing me the book, surely you could guarantee I'll hold up my end of the bargain, no? He's, uh, got a point there. Why us, though? Yeah, if we're just grunts to you, why hand us the wild caravan? Why tell us all of this? Let's just say I believe even the smallest among us have the capacity for greatness, if only given the opportunity. Yeah, right, we're all just pawns to you. You know what amazes me about humans? What's that? Think back to who you were only weeks ago. Would you say you are the same person now as you were back then? Fuck no. I kinda had to take a crash course in demonology and demon slaying, and a few levels of badass, you know? You were the simplest man when you fell into the canyon. If only your eyes could perceive the wavelengths your spirit emanates from you now. They're so bright I almost have to turn away. Creatures like me, we're born with power. But humans, your mortality makes you limitless. You'll throw away your lives in a moment for something greater. And when I look at Samir, when I look at the sheer multitudes his spirit can contain, I envy your kind sometimes. You know, it's funny. I look at him sometimes and I feel the same way too. Do not get me started on my envy for your more foolish emotions. Now... My plans are laid bare. Will you do as I ask? Guys, can I ask for your help a little longer? Hey, I'm not leaving till I've convinced you to leave that pretty girlfriend of yours. For me. Fiance. Buddy, you convinced me to stand up to a gin in a fight? So as far as I'm concerned, I'm on borrowed time. Anything else is all gravy from here. If Leyloth makes her way to the upper circles, her wrath will make this world uninhabitable. My kind need a home here. I'm coming with you to make sure we still have one. Thanks, guys. It's settled then. 
Now, if you'll pardon my haste, we haven't much time. Ball's armies will be ascending to Faith Fatua at any moment, and it would not be ideal for them to see you all here. Run on ahead, and make sure you get me that book. What if the armies get to us before we can get the book? Samir's echo is powerful in its own right. Try to use that to gain leverage if you can. And while it would kill me to play this hand so early, you can call the echoes I've been maintaining here as reinforcements. Using this. I don't know if you've seen us, but we know how to cut down more than a handful of demon hordes. Just in case though, how do I use it? Samir's echoes all long for you. Think of him and press your thumb over the gemstone's facet, and they will be summoned to you. But they're my ultimate weapon, so please only use those as a last resort. Many, if not all of them, could die in the onslaught. Now, off with you! Cheese and rice, Virgil! Whose side are you on, anyway? Me. Whichever side makes for the most interesting story, I suppose. Then we'd better make ours a good one. So, it goes without saying that we can use the wild caravan for this fight. Fine. Oh yeah, that's a yes. Just don't get any dents on it. And try to use it when it can make the maximum impact on morale, will you? Hell yeah, off we go. Ready to see your friend, Sir Lilac? An echo of him anyway, but the real thing too. Let's roll! Hey, you said that last time. What's wrong with let's roll? Try something... sexier. <clears throat> we ride! Oh, yeah! I'm feeling it in my lowest circles, if you know what I mean. I like that. Here we go! Samir, just a little longer now. I'm coming. was created by me, Tozaman, and produced by Misha Stanton and me. This episode was written and directed by yours truly with performances by Brigand Snow as Carlisle the Lilac Knight, Kristen Dumercurio as Cami, Lucille Valentine as Osprey, Ren Beeler as Malfeasant the Benevolent, Tina Huang as Faye, and me as Virgil. Sound editing by Julian Mundy. Sound design by Misha Stanton and Ana Rodriguez. Our theme music is by Evan Cunningham. Episode music by Travis Reeves. Visual art by Marina Vermilion. Press kit by Kyle Boyce. Be sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Caravan Radio and send us your questions, reactions, thirst tweets, and fan art. If you send us something really memorable, funny, or just downright thirsty, we might even give it a read in the credits. This week, our favorite tweet was from Matthew, who, in parodying the Friends theme song, wrote, Before the canyon, Samir's love life was DOA. If only Matthew had any idea, before listening to this episode, how literally true that is. 
We are blown away by your love and support for us on Patreon. Thanks to your generosity, we're starting work on Caravan Season 2. You can help us keep making it even better by chipping in on patreon.com slash caravanradio, where we'll have an exciting new patronage goal posted soon. But don't go away just yet, because we've got one more episode coming for you. The Caravan Season 1 finale goes live in two weeks on June 14th. Thanks for riding with us. Y'all come back soon now. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish.